you guys are in for a treat today. Um, almost a, a little over a year ago, I got some news from a great friend and somebody who I just invested in, not just financially, but emotionally, spiritually, the whole nine. Good friend of mine, Gary Heyer. And you're about to hear a follow-up story. He was, I think, guest number two or three on my podcast. He had just found out he had stage four cancer. Stage four colon and rectal cancer that had gone into his liver and his lymph nodes as a 41-year-old male two days before fucking Christmas of 2017. And you're going to hear his story. You're going to hear a story of a warrior, a true warrior, who did not let statistics and odds stand in his way of what he wanted. And he practiced everything I'm talking about inside the next 90 in these core four principles. So, my friends, it is with great pleasure that I send this follow-up to a true warrior, Mr. Gary Heyer, and his battle, an ultimate victory over cancer. Three, two, one, off we go. All right, man. Well, it's good to have you back here. It's good to be here, brother. Yes. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Next 90 with Nick. I am your host, Nick, and this is The Next 90 with Nick. By now, you should already know who we are and what we do. We are a nation, a small but mighty nation dedicated to leveling up our life 90 days at a time. And we have a man who is no stranger to the Next 90 Nation and or the listeners. You have heard his interview early on in our journey, and you've also heard me talk about him several times. It's my man, my brother, cancer survivor, cancer warrior, higherpower.net, Mr. Gary the Gear Bear Higher Power. My brother, thanks for having me. You, it's good to be back on uh, on the show. Yeah, sure. So, okay, all right. Let's just let's just get right into the fucking thick of it. Yeah. December 22nd. So, 2, two days, days away. 2 days away. I'm getting the fucking chills. Same here. Uh, this is actually going to be the first time that I'm going to talk about this openly, so this may get raw. Yeah, well, I, no, no, I thought we talked about Well, I'm talking about like at this point oh, right okay. now where we're at in this moment of Got time. It. Go ahead. No, no. So, so December, December 22nd, 2017. Uh, so it was a Friday. My, my wife, Nicole was going in for the exact same procedure you were going in for. Mm -hmm. So Gary had some problems, saw some blood in his, uh, actually his wife saw some blood in his stool and, uh, you go in for a procedure. My wife's having all these fucked up things happen. So she goes in the, for the same thing, which was a, um, what are they called? Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. uh, she goes in early. You were like a little bit later than her. Mm -hmm. um, she comes out like, you know, our, our, we get, we get it, all, all signs are clear, mm -hmm. but that wasn't the, uh, that wasn't the case for you. Not that day. No, it was not. No. So my phone rings and it's Gary and uh, his wife and he's like, it's it. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? It's, it's it. And he's like, it's, it's cancer, man. It's a C word. And I was like, what? No fucking way. So bring me back to mm. that moment. Man, um, so it was pretty surreal. Like I, I got wheeled out of that uh that room at the hospital and, and we had a friend of ours that is very close to to both Amy and I and our family that it was the is the head nurse at this hospital and she was in there for the procedure. And as I'm getting wheeled out and I'm, you know, I just went under for a little bit because the procedure is real quick. 
uh, I'm opening my eyes and I see Amy crying and and our friend holding her as they're walking by my bed and I see my mom and she looks concerned and she's just staring at me and she you know they just kind of pat me and tell me to wait for the doctor to come in and the nurse is telling and me you the already, same thing. you already knew at that point right at that point I just closed my eyes and I, I said a little prayer to myself and I knew at that point man so uh yeah, and then, then a few minutes later, it had to have been just probably seconds later, the doctor showed up next to my bed and said, yeah, we found a 10 centimeter tumor in your rectum and colon area. And uh, at that point, you know, we don't know where it extended to. So we just knew that we have a 10 centimeter tumor in there and that's our battle right now. And then he suggested that we try and get a, a CAT scan done as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, at this time I had just, uh, quit my career and went all in with you as a matter of yeah, fact so, on our, on our business venture together. Yeah, so check this shit out. So just pause right there is that, sure. uh, so Gary and I have a company together. Actually he founded it. It's called Make Eating Fun. You guys have heard me talk about it before. Um, all ironically enough, educating children on developing healthy eating habits so they can become ultimately healthy adults. Mm -hmm. And so we, we, we were dabbling around in it and I, you and I had a conversation. I was like, dude, like this can't be a fucking hobby. Uh, we need to go all in. Mm -hmm. I was like, are you ready to go all in? And you're like, yep, Let's do I'm, it. <laughs> I'm ready to go all in. Yeah. And we picked a, a window that we were going to say, okay, like this is it. We're going to, you know, make sure that you and your family were, were taken care of, uh, yeah. you know, financially for that window in the yeah. hopes that, you know, the business would be self-sustaining, you know, by the end of that window. Uh -huh. And it hadn't even been what, three weeks? No, I mean, yeah, it just because uh, it was think end, I, end of it, no, I think we, it was we started middle of November, right after Thanksgiving, yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. yeah, man, it was. And then just weeks later, the diagnosis. Liter man. Literally, quits his job. Yeah, like quits his career to go all in on his his life stream. Yeah, uh, I support him in that. I go all in with him, and then you know, three weeks later, I mean, we're both, but more importantly, you and your family are finding out that you have stage four colon and rectal cancer. Yeah, and it didn't stop there. No, I didn't because then he was at telling me that I need to get that CT scan and I was uh, reverted back to that conversation about the, the business there because I had just foregone my insurance and the insurance that I got uh, um, wasn't covering me. So we were paying all cash to get these tests done, but hey, we got to get it done. Yeah. So we're like, screw it. Let's uh, let's do it right now. And so they, they actually was late. That's, that same day? That same day. They held the, they actually had the x-ray technician and uh, some other doctor there that, that's able to read it on, just happened to be there that day. They opened up the CT room just for me. The hospital was empty at this point. And uh, I went in there for my CT scan. And so me and the family, you know, we're accepting it for what it is. Everybody's kind of torn up. We know that we're up against this one tumor. Right. But now Hope, we're hoping that's the worst of it. Yeah. And now so we're waiting at dinner because we're all hungry. Um, and you went and got a uh, Mexican food. I remember. Mexican I, food I, and I a remember. nice tall beer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Big tall beer, you know. And uh, so I'm sitting there and anticipating this call to find out if there's anything else there's going more. on. And uh, I can remember and I could picture it and I can smell the smells and be in that moment. And I, I took the call and walked outside and it's all a glass window. And you could picture like we're in the studio here and there's a glass window. And imagine in that room, like you're just oh, watching your, your family. family. Yeah. So it's kind of like that movie feeling, right? Yeah, like you're the almost family's like an out, all, of, out of body experience. Right. And I'm on the phone listening to the doctor saying that uh, I've got stage four cancer. Fuck. That there's uh, multiple spots in my liver as well as the one in my, in my rectum and that there's all 
also all kinds of lymph nodes affected. So, so it, it traveled from your your colon in uh, into your rectum and then into your lymph nodes and now into your liver. Correct. Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. Yeah, and come to find out, the main tumor actually was going outside of the wall of that rectum area, and it was like that. It, so it tells us that it had been growing for quite some time. But uh, yeah, so I'm sitting there and, and just taking this call, and the, the doctor that's on the phone with me says, Gary, you know, um, if I just want you to know that it's a very serious thing, and if it was in any other organ other than the liver, I'd probably say you got about six months to live. But it's in the liver, and, and you got a fighting chance. And Did so, he give you any type of like uh, prognosis on like, hey, 50-50 shot, 20, 80? Not at that time. This was a doctor that was there that, that's like a surgeon, oncologist, like it, general oncologist. So she she can read and, and work with the radiology team. So she, she just was giving me some information. At that point, I had to take that and figure out what the game plan was. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'll, I'll never forget because uh, actually you texted me. You couldn't even you couldn't even call me. It's, mm -hmm. it's the C word and the long text. And and then that night was my company Christmas party yeah. um, for, for Media Mix. And <clears throat> Nicole didn't go because she just didn't feel good. And what was what was good news for us was it wasn't cancer, right? But, um, but it was inconclusive. And so I got the weight of, you know, my wife and what she's dealing with. And then, um, and then, you know, obviously my, my friend, business partner finding out of cancer yeah. so i go to the i go to the uh the, the christmas party and i think that's when you that's when you guys called me and said hey it's stage four it's fucking serious and i remember being on the phone with uh with you yeah. and amy and you're like and amy's like what the fuck are we gonna do yeah i'm like we're gonna fight yeah <laughs> like we don't got a fucking option like yeah we're gonna fight like that was that was an emotional call. I remember that, yeah. and I can see the emotion in your face, yeah, and it's yeah, taking yeah, me yeah, back yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah. Because man, it, it's uh, going down memory lane, or remembering those feelings like we were so scared, dude. And 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 at that moment, it's this big ugly monster, and you're just mm -hmm. like, what am I gonna do? What the fuck am I gonna do? Like every rage and 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 all these feelings are just taking over. And, uh, and, 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 you, main and one. you hear about this shit, right? Yeah. You, you hear about it happens to other people. My, right. You know, my grandpa, he, you know, he died of cancer, but I mean, not that it's any better, but the guy was fucking in, in his eighties. Right. And right. so you're like, okay, like I, I get that God. Like I, I, I understand this. We right? get old. Yeah. yeah. Now, but I get this, you know, 40 at that time, 41 or 40. Yeah, I was 41 at 41 year old yeah, male, 42, you know, now. like that's just trying to live a good fucking life, being a good father, being a good husband. Like this just doesn't make any fucking just now pursuing his dreams. Like mm -hmm. why, you know? It's crazy, man, and the timing of everything. And I want to talk about this a little bit later too. But like, you talk about a guy that was wanting and and working hard and, and trying to take care of a family. You know, at that time, I, I, you and I have been friends a long time, but yeah. we had just got reintroduced and started right. hanging out more just earlier in that year. Like, yeah. it took about a year of us, to, you know, going Court, back and forth yeah, yeah. and me hounding the shit out of you to right. get to a point where we finally locked arms. Right. But anyway, uh, you brought me into the Warrior Network at that point yeah. too, and was showing I, I me. Think, I think I brought you into Warrior like, like December first or just like it was. It was like it, a full it, like a year right before. It was, oh, it was a year before. It was a year okay. before because I went to Warrior Con one. one and that okay, was okay. earlier yeah, in the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So you started talking about it, and we start. You started kind of massaging me a little bit as far as like giving me the bits and pieces, and you hadn't gone through trainer yet and all right. that stuff. But you took me to Warrior Con one. And I'll tell you, man, like that, 
all the stuff that you've done for me financially to build this business and help us grow, what you've given to me as a man, mm. the tools that I have now to show up, like the way that I live my life right now, I, I couldn't have done that without the establishment of what I had. And I've not even like fully all in and been going with all in with the warrior stuff, but I do like pay attention to the core four and the things and the daily grind and making sure that I'm hitting those daily singles right. so that I don't have to worry about trying to hit a home run. Dude, and you talk about having to make daily deposits, you know, oh, I mean, this was a fucking roller coaster yeah. for, you know, for Amy, it was that roller coaster for Aubrey is a roller coaster for your mom, your sister. I mean, fucking you. Mm. You know, and like you having to muster up that strength every fucking day. It's heavy, man. You you know, and a, as a man, you try and like step up and like take care of everything. And you want to, and that's the way that I am. Like right. my, my nickname's the Gare Bear, right? Because right. I'm a big dude in, in stature, but I also have a big heart and I love people so much and I want to take care of everybody. And then all of a sudden I'm the one that's got this disease that could kill me. Yeah. And I, I can't like... Well, I remember it you you were trying you were trying to take on the fucking weight of the world, and you're trying to like. And I was like, dude, yeah. just fucking be like, like let people in, let them help, yeah. you know. And then I think you know, like picking up your phone and 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 you know, I always say pain shared is uh, is pain divided, right? You know, I love and, that. And yeah. and and you started doing that. I remember I I'll never forget your first fucking chemo session. They they mm -hmm. put in the pump, and then you had to go to. Um, uh, City Hope, mm -hmm. and then which is a fabulous facility, by the way. Yes. And then you had to take your little bag home with you, the mm -hmm. little cancer bag. And I remember mm -hmm. you laying in bed, no shirt, and you just turned on your turned on my camera. You turned on your camera, talking. and you, and well, you start talking, but you fucking you broke down, mm -hmm. you know, and you just start crying that you're fucking scared, and you don't want you don't want Aubrey to be scared, you don't want everybody else to be scared, and mm -hmm. but you know by you sharing that you were scared, I, I, I remember that the video got like. I don't even know how many thousands of uh, yeah, four or five thousand views the, right, and, and, at that and, time, yeah. and the shares. I mean, people were sharing, and then the comments were just fucking like blowing up, you know. And people were rallying around you, and I think that like that was like your first push of like, okay, like like I got support, I could do this, mm -hmm. you know. That was an amazing experience because yeah. I didn't know what to expect out of that. You know, I just knew that I wanted to be transparent in my fight because I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily want to put their struggles out in life, but mm. everybody struggles. And, you know, by me putting something out there, I've noticed over this journey, not only has it been so like beneficial for me because I've got all these people that are in my network reaching out and, and, and giving me love and support. But at the same time, like the journey and my exposure, my, my transparency has helped other people yeah, to, to reach out and say, Hey, I've got this problem. What do you think? And, and we've had these conversations and it's been so therapeutic for me. And then being able to share with other people, the pain shared is paid, pain, pain divided. divided. Yeah. I use that a lot, bro. I mean, yeah. you said that and I, I truly believe in it. I mean, then you can, you can feel it, you can see it. And like, you know, I literally just did a podcast um, about get shit done, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. like people are like, how do you do what you do? I'm like, get shit done. 
You know, yeah. and I always tell them WIFT, you know, you know what WIFT stands yeah, for. Whatever the fuck, fuck it, it takes, takes yeah. right? It's like, and, and so you got put into a corner, you got backed into a corner where you had no fucking choice but to get shit done and do whatever the fuck it took, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I, I, I've talked about you in my podcast before because I'm like, look, I saw this. Like, I saw the journey and I saw you showing up every fucking day, yeah. like in some form or fashion, maybe not always physically here, but majority of the time, yeah. like physically here. And I'm like, how are people out there? Like still not doing shit. This this man's got stage four fucking cancer, chemo, radiation. Yeah. I mean, you're like a goddamn uh, push cushion, you know, <laughs> for like testing and poking and prodding yeah. and showing up every day. I mean, yeah. I, I can't even fathom it. What, what, what is having cancer and being here now as a, a cancer survivor? Like what has that done for you as a man and just your perspective on life? Don't sweat the small shit. I I show up to every day just trying to be a better version today than I was yesterday. That's all you can do. I've lived that mantra since the day that I told my daughter because that was the hardest point at the beginning was getting mm. over that hump of telling her. And that must have been fucking devastating. Oh, bro, that was devastating. And it, it, How did, and she she was ten at the she time. She was ten at the time. Just you know, yeah, she turned eleven this year. But yeah, ten year old daughter thinks of me like just holds me up on a pedestal. Like she just her and I are best of friends, and she just loves me to death. And telling her that her daddy's got cancer and. I had to explain all of that, what that meant and what I was going to get into. And like, we didn't know if I was going to lose my hair and get really sick. And like, you know, I mean, we all see cancer patients and it's not a pretty sight a lot. You know, I've, I've been able to kind of go through and, and actually kind of shine through this process and get healthier and look better and feel better. And that's because of some things that I'm doing, but, um, that time was tough and, and telling her was very difficult. And, uh, yeah, I, it, it changed I mean, me. So the like perspective n- changed. No 10 no year old like should ever have to hear. That. I mean, nobody should have to hear that, let alone a 10 year old. So, so you told her and then from that moment forward, you just said, I'm going to be better tomorrow or than I was today. I just knew that I didn't know how I didn't have all the answers. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I didn't, I couldn't tell her what the path was going to look like. I just knew that if I was going to allow this disease to beat me and to let me feel like a cancer patient every day, then I was going to be a cancer patient every day, and I can and can continue that the rest of my life. So the mindset be a cancer patient or a, a dude living his life that just happens to have right cancer. That, that happens. I'm not I'm not defining I'm not allowing the disease to define me. I'm mm-hmm. defining myself and mm-hmm. defining my future. It's kind of manifesting and you know all that stuff. It's it's power of the positive thought. Right. And uh, when I just I said okay, well whatever is in front of me, whether I have to go to the hospital and spend the day there injecting poison in my body or if i'm you know in the middle of whatever i'm going to get it done so uh, where were you like like physically um the day you were diagnosed with with cancer like you know were you living healthy no. not living yeah. healthy like what would what did your body well, look, I thought your body that I was, look like i was thought that i was living healthy you know i'm a, i'm six five uh a big guy and at the time i was 285 pounds which on six five he doesn't seem like you could hide it well, yeah. you know, I, and I thought I could, and I and I hit it well in in double X clothes and and large stuff, and and uh, and now that I look back at that guy, 
man, I was. How much living, do you How much do you weigh right now? I weigh about two eighteen right now. So you're down like seventy about, pounds. Almost seventy. Yeah, yeah, about sixty five pounds roughly, and I teeter right around two eighteen to two twenty two right now, depending. But depending uh, on how many burritos you had the night before. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to cut out the burritos <laughs> in my life and get to a, a healthier diet, but I've had to eat a certain way to kind of put some weight back on. I was actually down to almost 210. I was at 211 out of my wow. surgery. So like it was a massive weight loss. But the good thing is, is that that all this weight loss, I'd say majority of it, other than the stuff that they had to take out of my body, which is a, another conversation, um, I lost the weight the right way. Yeah, I did the things by changing my life and and making little adding, changes every adding, single. Adding good things. Adding good things into my life, which when you add <laughs> good things, you have to remove things. Right. So you remove the bad. Well, the positives, you know, outweigh negatives. So you start adding things. Uh, you know, you started drinking, you know, this amazing water. You started like adding salads. You started adding shit, and you started subtracting. Cigarettes, alcohol, right. uh, I mean, all that shit. Yeah, I mean, I was drinking two bottles of wine a night, smoking a pack of Stokes and, and eating everything whatever that wanted. I, yeah, whatever I want. Like if it was the, if the combo plate was big and massive and gave me five different items, that's the one I wanted. And <laughs> just to make sure that I could taste everything, but then I would just finish it. And just eat it all, yeah. Yeah, I might as well. I mean, <laughs> beyond, don't take leftovers. Beyond gluttonous. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what I mean. Dude, nowadays, and this is getting sidetracked, like when I order my plate, I split it with my wife or I eat half, you know, and like I eat this in the next half. So I take that same caloric amount and mm -hmm. I divide it up into two. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's amazing that like how much waste we fucking have, how much bullshit we put in our body. It you is. know, it's, it's incredible. Well, we are a product of what we put into our body. And right. that was a reason. That's why I have cancer. Yeah. I had, I paid thousands of dollars to have a genetics test and, and it came back that it was not genetic. Genetics. So, the, so this was self-induced. This is self-induced, really? environment-induced. So, you know, we grew up in the how, 80s how much, and 90s. How much is it uh, genetic? I've never known that. Like, is there like a, it's like 50% people that get cancer? You know, I, I don't know that statistic. So I don't want to, I don't want to speak out of turn on that. But no um, I know that, uh, that right now there's a rampant rate of people our age in their 40s, you know, and, and guys that, that grew up in a healthy way, it doesn't matter. Like we're just getting all these these diseases and, and it's cancer in the GI tract. Like the, the amount of col uh, colorectal cancer in guys and girls our age, 40 years old, is astronomical That's right now. That's because of the, like the processed foods and all the bullshit that we eat. Well, look at when we grew up, bro. Like it right. was the boom of the, uh, yeah, we had the fast food. The, the but TV dinner. The TV dinner we got real famous. Hungry right. Man got it. And of course, the bigger the better because right. you're a hungry man. The Big Macs and all that stuff and all the fast foods, it went from like two in a city to two on every street cross corner, street. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, dude, when the in the fields that we're playing on, there were, remember all those little planes in Southern California that were driving around spraying pesticides mm -hmm. over everything just aimlessly? Yeah. That was also going into the foods and all that stuff and all, and they're still doing it. I mean, there's regulations now right. more more tight, but it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, it's scary. Yeah. No, it's scary. It's scary. And like, um, uh, I, I forget the stat, but like, 80% or 85% of the food that's in grocery stores today just simply did not exist mm -hmm. 20, 30 years ago. Right. It's like we fucking manufactured food. And do you want to know what one of the main ingredients in all that stuff Sugar. is? Sugar. Sugar and corn. Yeah, the corn, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, really like corn. I like corn too. And it's been fed this <laughs> because it's very profitable for the American people. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's in everything. Corn really? starch, corn syrup. Yeah, corn but that's a high, that. high fructose corn syrup, which is basically... 
a, a different form of sugar. Right. I mean, sugar's the white fucking devil. Right. I mean... You look at our ancestors, bro, and their DNA was filled with hemp. Our DNA right now, if you look at it, it's just filled with corn. Wow. And, and And it's... It, so we're a product of all this stuff, that, and then you can just process the shit out of it. So, so here's anyway. Gary on, on this journey, right? Finds out. Fuck, I can't imagine. That's mm -hmm. crazy. And so, by the way, people... I did not have this planned. I did not have this podcast planned at no, all. No, we're off the cuff and, right now. And I didn't, even, I didn't even realize the date until you sat down. I saw Gary and I see how, I see this, like, it's ironic to say this, but this healthy version of Gary, this yeah. healthy version of a man who a year ago was was not healthy, you know, was not wow. healthy. And, and you just battled cancer for the last 12 fucking months and you're healthier now uh -huh. than you've, like, you've been since probably college basketball i would say so maybe yeah. your wedding yeah i mean i feel i feel great but the thing is like i'm in the middle of a chemo battle right now right, too yeah, so yeah. i am i am sweeping this uh this cancer out of my body because there's a chance that there's microscopic but there, cells but, in there. but there's no there's no traceable cancer in your body no no it. traceable cancer at this time hallelujah hallelujah yeah. man that's fucking incredible. No, that's amazing man. i mean to think about that conversation we had you know on december 22nd of oh. uh, 2018 and I like didn't the, know if this day was ever going to come, to be I, honest with you. I didn't know either, man. I mean, obviously, I hoped, I hoped for it, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't even want to fucking think about it. I didn't no. want to. I didn't want to put it out in the into the into the universe because right. it's just fucking horrible to think about. And I remember that night vividly. Um, I, I was I was heavy because you know, like we still didn't. My my wife was having all these these blood issues, and and she's fine now, by the way, people. Um, but. Like, and you were having this and I was like, fuck, the 2017 was just a hard year for me. And like, that's how I ended my year. Like good friend, business partner, yeah. you know, uh, brother gets cancer, wife's dealing with some bullshit. Fucking businesses are like, they're on fire from a revenue standpoint, but I'm making way less money. I mean, it was just like, it couldn't be a more of a bigger shitstorm. Granted, I was not in your, in your shoes. And I remember going to the Christmas party. My wife didn't even go. I think I had seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know cocktails. I just wanted to fucking disconnect and not feel. Yeah. Well, it came back like a like a tidal wave of emotions when I was on with you and Amy and fucking crying and just like, oh, yeah. dude, it was that was crazy. And now, to sit here today, like to see the growth that you've had as a man, like even in this fight of like cancer mm -hmm. like the way you've grown like physically emotionally spiritually the way your relationship with your wife has grown the relationship with your daughter has grown it's fucking incredible like i mean it's 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 almost all worthy well i'll tell you cancer comes in many different forms in it life. does and i i would say that the last uh 15 years has been cancer rid, riddled in my life yeah when not, maybe not be, physically but right whether it be uh you know my unhappiness with the way my career was going whether right. it be my my uh physical being whether right. it be the lies that I was uh, manifesting to my wife right. to make myself look better than I actually and hide, was. hide the truth of right. what was happening. Exactly. So those things, those are layers and layers of disease, right, that we allow into our into our life, and then it defines us. Yeah. And when cancer hit my life, it exposed the physical, that. The physical cancer. It ex yeah, when, when physical cancer came in and made me make the changes that I needed to make mm. to get my life on straight because mm. I didn't know what it was going to take me in this whole path of where I am now. But at the beginning, I knew I had to stop smoking. So mm. that shut down right away. I haven't touched a cigarette since the diagnosis. Right. And I had to cut down the drinking. I ended up cutting that drinking out, out completely. Together, yeah. Yeah. And so just making these changes, um, just 
beget more and more and more. And now here I am another, you know, just on a whole other level. Like it's crazy. Like, like you've cut, you cut the physical, like the physical cancer got cut out of your body mm-hmm. by the doctors. Right. I mean, right. they went in there, you know, sliced and diced you like, uh, that old game of operator. Yeah. Um, but like you cut the other cancers out of your life. You cut the cancerous thinking, you cut the cancerous lying, you cut the cancerous eating habits you cut the cancerous relationships like you cut all that shit out and because like you just didn't fight the cancer physically you fought it emotionally and spiritually across the board like fuck that's why i believe you're you're you truly are cancer free and still talking to me right well it allows me to be who i really am and and who god has made me to be you know what i mean like now uh, now that i've been able to shed these layers i'm so more in tune with other stuff in my body and the way i feel and Mm -hmm. spiritually and relationship wise and i could look into somebody's eyes and not have to like hide hide anymore like i am who i am and you're going to accept me for i am or we could just choose not to be you know have any relationship that's fine don't give a fuck like when when death is at your door man it really snaps everything into reality and that's what i keep telling people i'm like i did that podcast when you went in for your surgery i'm like fuck don't don't wait like I, I wish, like, what would you say to the ten, the ten year version of yourself, past ten years in the past, Gary looking at Gary ten years ago? What the fuck would you say to that guy? Take care of yourself. Yeah. Pay attention to what you're putting in your body, in your mind. Pay attention to who you're hanging out with. Like, you know, I've always been a really, really in tune with who I hang out with, who I associate with, yeah. and all that stuff because I believe that you know you are who you hang out with. Right. You right. Know? And, some of the five. Right. And so you know these little cliche things you are who you hang out with you are what you eat all these things it's nothing but the truth <laughs> right like the, it's not they aren't sayings because they just would you just grab make, that motherfucker and shake him or what oh would you dude do? i'd slap him and be like <laughs> what the hell are you doing with your life like i i led my wife to be a smoker yeah you know what i mean like she hated it but i thought it was cool back in the day and i was smoked cigarettes and you know i'm gonna smoke my cigarettes and why don't you too now you know what she still smokes here and there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I've quit now for the last year, but she deals because of stress and all that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to judge her. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I would, yeah, I would shake that dude and be like, Gary, wake up because dude, like what you're coming up against. The funny thing is, Nick, that I've only told a couple people about this is that my whole life growing up, I thought I was going to die in my early 40s. No way. I swear. So I was always fearing this. And that's why I wanted to, you know, try smoking weed because I didn't want to die without trying that. That's why I wanted to, you know, have sex. And right. I didn't want it. those little things. I always was thinking I'm going to die early because my my parent, my my mom's parents both died in their early 50s. Didn't they really? So I was like, you know, I, I would take after that side of the family a little bit. You know, obviously that's my genetics. This is my future. Well, the fact is, bro, I did die in my early 40s. You did. That old that shell old of me, the, the old yeah. version, that, that fuckhead that was that was that not leading the right cancerous, way. That cancerous filled mind, body, and soul yeah. died. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And like, Gone. So, so the, my new birthday is September 11th, 2018. Dude, September 11th, 2018. Yes, sir. Some things fucking have to die in order for it to live. I always tell everybody that. Like, yeah. I fucking... I, I'm a true testament of that, and we can dive so deep in this conversation. Going oh, for yeah, hours, yeah, probably. for sure. <laughs> but so this is going to be a, 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 a random question, um, but like, I already know your answer. Cancer, a blessing or a curse? It's been a blessing, to be honest with you. As much of a curse as it's been. I know, uh, as much uh, hell as it's been. As much hell as it's been. Because it hasn't been a curse because the curse is lifted. Like, there right. was never a curse. Um, it's it, just been it fucking was, hell. It was hell. 
You, this sometimes year you got to walk tough. through the fire, right? Well, you have to. And, and what this what this really is, like these things that you talk about, Nick, about, you know, finding in yourself in a pit. And and you talk to your listeners about, about you know, having, you know, being in a position and, and wanting to see something better for yourself. You have to be there in that moment and feel those things mm -hmm. that are so dark and, and, and painful to get to the other side. And I didn't realize the extent of what that meant until the disease that I got yeah. affected me so much. It's and it just crazy. started, like I said, man, just started shedding layers and layers and layers. And all of a sudden here I am and I, I feel so, I looked back and it was, there was a defining moment and it was just recently, like just a few months ago before surgery. And I look back, I'm like, man, what a different dude I am. Like I'm leading in a different way. I'm talking uh, dude, in a different 100%. language. You I know mean, you've attracted like tens of thousands of people to your message. You know, like yeah. you could have, you could have like, dude, no one would have ever fucking blamed you if you would have just stayed in bed, like right. felt sorry for yourself, had everybody wait on you, right. numb yourself out with pain fucking pills and, you know, whatever. And right. just like kind of waited for, for death to come and take you away or wait, praying for a fucking miracle. But you didn't, like you took the doctor's advice, then you went all in on yourself, like from a nutritional standpoint, from a mental well-being standpoint, from a, a relationship standpoint. And like, I feel it's like all of those things. I'm no fucking doctor, like right. only accelerated the the um you know the getting rid of the cancer in your in your body and in, in your mind and your soul well look at what garrett j white per, uh, per, um, made which is the core four right. the body being, being balance and business, business yeah. right those things are so relevant right. i mean it, it, they're so important to have those things in tune yeah because once you can figure out that formula and get a daily process to make you stay in that lane and right. make sure that you got a group of people, people around, around you that it will thing. hold you accountable right dude there's nothing that you can't do and people always say like oh yeah there's nothing you can't do well i've always been that guy too like looking from the outside looking at like i've always looked at you as a successful man and always respected you there's never really been a jealous part of it because i'm just i'm really happy for you because i'm mm. a friend at first and i and I, I look but there's a lot of people that look at people's success and oh you know i wish they had that they got lucky their right position no it's because they're putting in the work and I mean, they're you've, doing it you've seen the fucking like firsthand like what i go through on a day-to-day day-to-day you know. -day grind dude i've seen you i've seen you from before tw you know tw almost 20 years ago and then especially like a firsthand look right here with you for the last year yeah and I see what this does in a man's life, and there is no doubt in my mind that it works. Right. Because I've and done it. Proof. I've watched you do it. I see the whole brotherhood excelling and doing amazing things. Like, all you got to do is go all in. That's the problem is, like, people want to say, okay, yeah, that's cool, but they'll put their foot in the water. And they'll right. be like, I want to test that first. Right. And then I want to watch. Right. Well, I think we've watched long enough, dude. How many well, episodes have you done I, now? I don't know. I think this one will be like 120 or something okay, like that. So, and that's what I was just saying. It's just get up and fucking do shit. Just go. Get up. And like like you getting up and doing shit, you getting up and getting shit done and, you know, practicing the core four and, and whatever fashion served you, like kept you fucking going, kept you in the game, kept you like motivated. And, and you know, yeah. you it was anchored to your why, which is your family, you know, Amy yeah. and Aubrey. And like, that's like fucking kept your ass moving. Like you came in here, like people don't know that like you had, um, what is it called? Neuropathy. So where, 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 where he can't like yeah. feel his feet and he would, he rear ended a fucking car <laughs> because he didn't realize his foot wasn't on the brake, yeah. you know, and, and you did that and, and you would yeah. come and, you know, like he sits here now, like, and, and, 
he doesn't have a fucking colon. Like they removed his entire colon. I don't have a butthole either. We call, no, we, we, on my stomach. we call it your belly butthole. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a little belly butthole. My little homie, the stomie. Uh, homie, the stomie. <laughs> homie, stomie, the clown. And we sit here and, and we laugh because it farts like just like yeah. ra- randomly and like literally, like this guy's been through shit. Like the fucking colostomy bag blew Felt. up, blew up in the bathroom the other day, and he's like calling uh, me. He's like, "Can you come can in you, here? Can you bring me a new bag?" And like, like we laugh about uh, it, but like, geez, it's man. like people, you don't have to fucking go through this. You don't. Please you don't, don't have to put yourself like. You know, when I did the last episode on you, I'm like, like let fucking Gary, like let him be the one. Like he's he's literally trying to die on the sword for you yeah. guys to tell his story. He's sharing it with you. He's out there being vulnerable. So you don't have to fucking do it. So right. yeah. let's, let's change gears for one second. Let's talk about uh, higherpower.net. So, sure. um, you know, we still got the make eating fun thing going, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't get to where you and I wanted it to be in this year. Like in this year, <laughs> understand, yeah. understandably. So yeah. we did make a lot of progress, but, uh, and, you and know, we're still going and in we're a still direction. going, yes. but like, so then you, you kind of created this whole, like high, his last name is higher H E Y E R. But then you're a very like deeply religious man, believe in God, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you kind of took it to the this, this next level, like the higher power. Mm-hmm. Like talk talk about higher power and what that is. Started out just as a little hashtag <clears throat> thing at the beginning of my fight to be able to, you know, get people on to board rally and around. rally around. Like, you know, I made some hashtag higher power hats to raise some money and it just stuck. And higher power just it makes sense for what I'm going through. Like I I give all glory to God for where I'm at in life and for beating this disease and for for everything that's happened. Um, but now I, I've, I want to change the thing from higher power being me to higher power being a movement, right. being a movement of, of awareness, your power, finding, finding your own higher power, whether it's, if it's Jesus Christ or whatever it is, but finding something that's greater than where you're at right now and strive for it and, and, and go for it. And, and, you know, it's all about uh, community because like you said, pain share is pain divided. Daddy, I want to yeah. build a community around this and give people a safe place to be able to learn about other ways to treat your body. Right. Like I've gone all in with CBD and alkaline water and not just speci- like specific stuff, not just alkaline water, Kangen water. Right. This stuff is amazing. How, how do you spell that? K-A-N-G-E-N. And on my website, I have tutorials and demonstrations. Which is higherpower.net. So that's H-E. H e y e r power dot net. You can right. go find this. So get what Gary's done is he went all in on on these alternative things. Like, hey, yes, let me let me use the traditional forms of medicine and chemo and all this kind of stuff. But he's like, there's got to be a fucking better way. Now, I remember you, you took those pain pills for a couple of days and you're like, fuck this, I can't do this. And so through CBD and and full spectrum uh, uh, THC, uh, he and and this water. I mean, I've drink drinking this water. It's fucking it's in, insane. The energy levels you have. Like, remember the first couple of days i was like shitting myself yeah and, well you detox uh, detox stuff, yeah. yeah it was like getting all the the toxins out of it so um talk a little bit about like the the, the water because i think people are not that well educated on on water well yeah this that conversation could go another couple hours too but i'll just give you my yeah, give testimony me the, give me to like it. The, the reader's digest so yeah so uh, this water was introduced to me early on in my fight and it's alkaline water yeah, someone someone found out you had cancer and like dude you got to be drinking this yeah, right away one of my first videos that i put out there this this guy my buddy al from from high school i haven't talked to him in years he's like hey gary i need to bring you some water i want you drinking this stuff i'm not even gonna like 
talk to you about the benefits of it. It's amazing. So he brought it to me, and he was bringing it for four months. And did you through, notice a difference right away? Well, I I didn't really notice. I did. I, I mean, I had energy and all that stuff. But also, and I you, noticed you also that, had chemo running. But I also body. had chemo going on. I had all these other things. Like I started really uh, t- treating myself with with cannabis in general, not just CBD, but THC as well. Because and Mary Jane. Mary Jane. But um, so I had all these things going on. Yeah. But. About four months into it was the end of my my first round of chemo, which was four months long, and I was going into radiation. At that time, like chemo intensifies every round that you have. Like, mm. I'm still feeling effects today. You said neuropathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still feeling the neuropathy like on no, fire. I, well, from... I, I remember when you first started, it was like, oh, this is no big deal. And I'm like, oh, it's coming. And, oh, then, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like, wham. I'm I'm in for years of this. Like wow. it's not going away. My, my doctor already told me that's probably one of the worst neuropathy cases he's seen in a long time. So that is what it is. I just I deal with a lot of aches and pains. I just choose not to deal with it because I don't live with cancer. Right. I, I'm not going to let it define me. So back to the water. He was bringing it to me for four months, and at that time, like my my energy levels started tanking because I didn't know it. But he he stopped drink, bringing me this water because his life got busy, and then mm. I was starting to just drink like Essencia, Smart Water, Fiji, the the things the, the, the ones we think are the ones that we think are great because we're paying three dollars a bottle in the store. And everybody's buying them. And that's great because they say that they're pH balanced at 9.5. And a lot of them are, but a lot of them aren't either. And it's also what is in the water that's creating that pH balance, which is a whole other subject we'll talk another time. But anyway, a, a friend of mine brought Kangen water back into my life about a month after it was taken out. And he started showing me some of the benefits of it, but he gave me a gallon of water one day. He came here to this office and he gave me a bottle of water and he said, call me tomorrow and I want to see how you feel. And I'll tell you, in 24 hours, when I had that gallon of water in me, all my energy came back. And I remember like, that. I went through a month of just plummeting. Yeah, and I, I thought that that was my life. I thought that's what I was dealing with. I told you many times, like, bro, I'm I, dragging. Like, I don't yeah, know. You did and, to leave here at two, three in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I was just tired and just like run down. And I'd go home and just sleep and just like not have anything to connect with my wife and my daughter. And I thought, well, there it is. Now, now this is my cancer battle. Yeah. And then Kongen, the only thing that changed as I'm going downwards, got reinduced back in my life and it brought all my energy back. And I'm sitting here right now, a year into this, I'm still doing another round of chemo. I, I started chemo a month okay, after yeah. my surgery. That's and right. Which was in uh, September. September. Yeah. So like I've, I've, my life has changed drastically and I should be at home, you know, on, I was, I'm supposed to be on disability for six months. Well, wow. all that got denied because I'm an entrepreneur and. <laughs> Yeah, paid into that for twenty years, but I don't get yeah, any do, benefit. Do, yeah, we can we can go on a whole other episode of that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's the Kongan water story. So ever since that day, I I got Kongan. I got the machine for my home. This this water is made in your home. You don't have to worry about it being bottled and all that. It's fresh. It's fantastic. It's loaded with antioxidants, right. and it's just fantastic. So on my website, I have some demonstrations to talk about it, and then I also have ways to contact me directly, and we can have a conversation. These things are amazing. They're yeah. medical grade devices made in Japan. It's a 44 year old company. Like it's it's established and amazing. It's changing lives right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I, I've seen it. I've seen it change your lives. I remember. I mean, I haven't invested in the machine yet. I'm going to, but uh, um, even when you're bringing me the gallons and gallons of water, like I noticed a uh, noticed a difference. And so, so that's what people do. Like some people just stop and they, well, this is my 
lot in life. I have cancer, and what I do is I I go get chemo, I take my pain pills, I fucking sleep, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, fuck that. Like, I'm not letting this shit hold me down. I'm not letting it define me. I'm going to, yes, take the doctor's advice, but I'm going to, like, be my own doctor. I'm going to be my own mind doctor. I'm going to be my own body doctor because I can control what I put in my mind. I can control what I put in my body. I can control how I treat my wife. I can control whether or not I work out. And people just don't go beyond it. They accept their fucking lot in life. They're cancerous life not maybe physically but emotionally and spiritually it's like fuck dude just wake up mm-hmm. do something fucking different add something positive to your body mm-hmm. like treat yourself you know exactly it's crazy it, it, the, the problem is is that there's so many people that have all those layers of destruction that they have allowed in their life that they are too they're too afraid to start peeling them off yeah and I just want you guys to know that once you do, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. It's so unbelievable. I mean, how and liberating you, was it just to talk about your cancer battle and to be vulnerable and to put it out there, like, I mean, and not hide it, you know? It's been amazing. I mean, it's been it's been a very difficult roller coaster because it's been very hard to talk about for many months. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you and I'm, I've had the journey that I've had, like, I just want my story to resonate with other people. You don't have to have the physical cancer, this medical diagnosis of cancer to have cancer have in, in your life. Yeah, I mean, Everybody's got it, whether I, it's in relationships I, or... I get up every day and do the core four because my fucking mind is filled with stupid cancer. Like, I'm my own worst enemy and I, I talk shit to myself and I talk down to myself and I'm like... God damn it. Like, I know I'm a good person. So I get up every day and I fucking put myself into power. I'd love on my wife. I figure out what I'm going to do in my business and I treat myself every fucking day. Yeah. And I'm blessed. I don't have the physical cancer, but you know, like we all have this emotional mental cancer. Well, let me add to that because that is perfect. And and you're right. You have to have that mindset because personally you're getting after it every single day, but like what you're building and what you've, what you're part of this this whole network you have to have people that can remind you exactly that can tell you because just like you said how hard it is for you a a man a leader a guy that's leading a freaking movement right now and men that are relying on him and families that are relying on him Mm -hmm. are saying that it's difficult right it's difficult for you to to muster up the strength but it is people that in your network that re, that can reach out to you. Yeah. Like that's why I felt compelled to just send you a note this morning right, like telling you I yeah. love you and I'm yeah. proud of you and like keep it up because you're inspiring a lot of people. Like that's the truth. And and so the power of association yep. is not just pain, share, pain divided, but it's also uh, like success, vic- no, success. success shared is success amplified. There yeah. you go. That's the one I was yeah. like. Yeah. So it, it's got it, it just like uh, just like cancer has its gift and its curse, yeah. right? Yeah. So does so does all this. Life is that way. So listen, people, if you're out there and you're then you have like physical cancer. I, I, actually, if you have any physical ailment, um, go to higherpower.net. H e y e r power.net. Higherpower.net. Look at Gary's videos. I don't care if you're into CBD or you're not into CBD. Like, go get educated. Like, at least know what your options are for treating pain, treating aches, treating cancer, treating all this stuff. And then also like the king, the king and water, man. It's it's fucking incredible. It's changing lives. Some of the 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 wealthiest celebrities in the world, the smartest people in the world already have this water, already have are drinking this water because they're in the know. And mm. I think like part of eliminating cancer from your life is like just understanding like the facts about things and what you are putting in your body, what you're not putting in your body, what you're putting in your mind. So I would head over to higherpower.net, H-E-Y-E-R, power.net. You can talk to Gary directly. You can, yeah. fo- you can follow him on Instagram at Higher Power. You can follow him on Facebook at Higher Power. Yeah. Like he puts out shit every day. I follow it. I watch his stories. I mean, you've got, how many people are following you now? Uh, 
going on almost eleven thousand. So we're getting we're we're approaching the eleven thousand mark. Nice, nice. Yeah. So it's 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 good, man. I just want to be here and be a resource. So yeah, like man. you said, that like website your, your, is your fucking your story it's inspires thousands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well I, I, I hope to continue that. That's what I want to make my life uh, uh my mission. Cause well, I, I know that I've on, got another forty years here. I think you're and, on your way, uh, man. Yeah, we're gonna do some amazing so dude, things. Dude, I'm I'm fucking proud of you, man. And uh, you know, you've been an inspiration for me just as much as you feel like I've been an, an inspiration for you. And yeah. watching you go through this has been transformative in my life and how I approach things. And you know, just fucking the fact, mere fact that you could show up every fucking day shows me that anybody, no matter what their circumstances, can show up in their life there if they go. choose to. There you go, bro. What do you have closing thoughts for the the next ninety nation here? You guys, um, what you're part of is very special. And I want you guys to understand something that, that the power is within you to make changes. And all you have to do is just make a clear decision of what you want and go and make sure that your why, like that, that why, your family, if you don't have a family, like what, like if you don't have a wife and kids, what is it that wakes you up every day and make that a driving force every single day. But then on top of all that and having that control of being able to do big things for yourself. Make sure you're part of something and part of a network that can keep you focused because Absolutely. there's too much distractions. Our life is filled with distractions. Every time we pick up this phone, I've got you know probably a hundred messages. You probably got a hundred yeah. messages. This is a complete distraction that gets us on rail because there's probably something on here that's going to take us and away from our mission. Like people naysayers the oh, trolls those type of people oh god like there's going to be people that are going to question cancer. because growth is is uncomfortable yes but when you're growing it's going to make other people uncomfortable for a little while especially the close ones to you because they don't know what to think because they're used to seeing there's a certain the old you. version of you yeah and they're comfortable but once with they that. start seeing that progress right it's amazing bro like it's transformational yeah. so well people eliminate the cancer in your life whether it be obviously the physical one go to the fucking doctor like I've been putting it off. I'm going like that's part of my Q1 stuff is just seeing all my numbers. But like find out what the cancer is in your life, the, like the emotional, the physical, the relational, like whatever cancer you have, fucking go to work, cut that shit out every single day. And you can start by doing the core fucking four. Like you can start and put yourself in power every single day, remove the cancer from your mind, remove the cancer from your, your body, remove, remove the cancer from your soul and just go to fucking work. So don't take my word. Take a true warrior, a cancer fucking survivor, a cancer warrior, and a guy who's on fire for life, higherpower.net. So until next time, cut out the fucking cancer and own the next 90. We're out.